Hey everybody, welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast and we are back again for another Brilliant at the Basics episode series with Peter. Peter, how are you? I'm great. How are you, Joe? Awesome. Doing really well. I'm excited about this new year. You know, 2015 is upon us now and uh, I've, I've already seen the, the markets start. You know, they kind of cooled down a little bit in November and December. Um, but we didn't slow down our marketing at all. And it seems like now coming into January and February, a lot of the um, excitement is coming back. I mean, a lot of sellers actually, we're getting better responses now with our marketing. We're getting more buyers contacting us saying, hey, do you have any deals? You got anything? And even on our lease option deals that we're doing, we're seeing a lot more interest. You know, We're putting out bandit signs, getting flooded with calls um, for buyers. But uh the purpose of this podcast series that Peter and I are doing, listen back a few episodes ago, we talked about uh, why we're doing this, who we are. Peter introduced himself. A lot of you guys already know who I am. But if you haven't listened to that one about two or three series episodes ago where Peter kind of introduced himself, I think that was Brilliant at the Basics episode four uh, from Peter, then you should go check that out because um, Peter's doing some awesome things. And, and last week we talked about uh, what is wholesaling? On this episode, we're going to talk about what are wholesaling lease options, which is some of more what I do. And um, when traditional wholesaling, you flip a lot of properties that have equity. I flip a lot of properties that don't have any equity. Um, and there's even another strategy that we could maybe talk again later about how to make money outsourcing these leads that don't have any equity to maybe realtors and making income from that. But I, I got to tell you about our book brilliant at the basics there's this book that peter and i wrote um called brilliant at the basics and you can get this for free at freebasicbook.com you just have to pay shipping and handling it's about four or five bucks if you don't like the book keep it let us know i'll give you your money back but it's about how to get more leads more time more money by being brilliant at the basics and it's called uh, at the bottom it says discover the exact systems and simple tools that two of the industry's premier wholesalers use to flip 30 plus properties a month and how you can too by partnering with them. So the goal of this book that we wrote and the goal of this podcast series is we're looking for people that we can help in the business who want to grow their business, take it to the next level and explode their business and make 2015 the biggest year ever. Um, we've talked about this before too. You, you make your money talking to sellers and making offers, right? And all that other stuff that the support system to build that up, this is something that um, is very, very important. But so many people that we work with get bogged down and can never get started because they're, they're, they're spending too much time worrying about getting the marketing started, getting the websites, getting the Podio CRM systems up, or finding the buyers and getting the list, sending the postcards. Well, this is stuff that we've already have set up. We're already doing it in our business. Over a year ago, a year and a half ago, Peter and I started talking saying, look, why don't we just do this for other people so we can partner with other people, start doing more deals and, 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 and share in the wealth and help people. So, um, Peter, uh, last time you talked about wholesaling, um, I'm going to be talking about wholesaling lease options real quickly here. Feel free to interject. And if I'm saying something wrong, go ahead and interrupt me. But um, I just wanted to talk about what, lease options are. Um, lease options are something that I do when I take a property that doesn't have much equity. They can't take my cash offer because it's too low. And, uh, but they'd be willing to maybe lease it 
for a couple years and then sell it. Lease options, and this, it's the same for, for wholesaling. Lease options specifically, though, allow you to control property without owning it. And many times you can set up sandwich lease options, which allow you to stay in the middle for a longer period of time. If you're looking to build a portfolio of rental properties, um, you could go out and buy a house, get a bank loan, and, 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 and go into debt to buy these properties. Or you can buy these properties without getting any financing on them by doing a, doing a lease option. So with a lease option, you can get cash now. You can get cash flow over two, three, five years and cash later when you actually sell the property. It's a brilliant model. It's been something I've been doing for years. But So I always go after deals with the long-term picture. I want to stay in the middle. I want to, I want to hold this property for long-term wealth building. But if there's just not enough equity, many times I'll tie it up on a lease option, and instead of wholesaling it to, a, to an investor, I'll wholesale it to a tenant buyer who's going to live in the house, and then I'm stepping out and I'm out of the deal. So... A lot of it is, is really similar to what we talked about last week. Um, we talked about marketing for sellers. You've got to find sellers that are at least somewhat motivated. They have a reason to sell. They have a, they have a house that they, they want to sell but can't. Okay? Um, and many times they're stuck. They don't want to be a landlord. They don't have enough equity to pay a realtor. So we'll tie it up as a lease option. And Peter, you, you mainly work in homes all over. The, so you wholesale mainly homes in, in, that are lower end and upper end. Is that right? Yep, absolutely. All kinds of. So when I'm doing lease <clears throat> options, typically I'm only wanting to do this on nicer homes in nicer neighborhoods. right? So in the Midwest or maybe in Atlanta, we're only looking for homes that are maybe $150,000 and up. Um, you want to stay away from the $30,000, $50,000 rental neighborhoods. You want to make sure that these are nice homes that people actually want to buy and live in for the next 20, 30 years of their life. So we talk to sellers. We find sellers who want to sell but can't. And I ask them simple questions um, like, what are you going to do, Mr. Seller, if you can't sell this house? Are you going to rent it? What are your options? What are you going to do? And they may say, yeah, I don't know, or you know, just take it from there. The other things I like to say is, you know, I'm looking for, I'm an investor. I'm looking for a property in a nice area that I could lease for a couple years and then buy. Would that work for you or probably not? Okay. I already know what, like, let's say they, they owe 140 and the house is worth 150. That's not something that I can probably buy. So I might ask them, you know, why are you even selling this? It sounds like a nice house. Or why haven't you sold it yet? Let them tell me why they haven't sold it yet. And if I find that there's not enough equity, but there's a lot of motivation, maybe a lease purchase would work, okay? So if they say, yeah, I would do a lease purchase, or I'd lease the house for a couple years and then sell it, I'm going to get that property under an option contract, okay? Then I'm going to market that property as a rent-to-own for a tenant buyer. And if the numbers work, I'm going to stay in the middle, which is my main goal. Again, if you stay in the middle, you get cash now when you get that tenant buyer to move in. You get cash flow, which is the difference between what I'm paying the seller in rent or what I'm paying the mortgage payment, and then what I'm renting it out for to the tenant buyer. That's cash flow. Normally, I'm trying to get two, three hundred dollars a month, and then I'm going to get equity at the back end where I'm going to sell it for maybe a hundred and and sixty, hundred and seventy to my tenant buyer, and I'm going to pay off the loan, which is maybe a hundred and thirty at the back end. Okay, cash now, cash flow, cash later. Real simple. It's a sandwich lease option. You stay in the middle. But a lot of times, if the numbers don't work, 
I'm just going to sell the contract and assign the contract, which is, which is exactly what Peter does every day in Atlanta, one deal a day almost, right? Um, so if the numbers work, I'm going to stay in the middle. If they don't work, I'm just going to assign or sell my contract out. Very, very simple. Now, my typical deal when I'm doing a wholesaling lease option deal where I'm assigning it out, my average profit in St. Louis is anywhere from three to $6,000, four to $5,000 on average. When I'm going to be doing a sandwich lease option, I'm going to be staying in the middle for three, five years. My typical profit is thirty to $50,000, maybe $60,000 or more. Okay, It's a great way to start building a portfolio of properties that you're going to keep in the long term and uh, without having to get bank financing, dealing with nicer homes in nicer areas. Let's look at an example deal real quick. Um, and uh, Peter, maybe you can interject anytime you want. Feel free. I feel like I'm hogging the show. That's okay. You're the best. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, let's look at an example deal. Okay, let's say a house is worth $150,000. And I don't spend too much time actually even looking at comps until I get the seller um, to say, yeah, I'll do a lease purchase. So I'm not, and this is one thing we talk about a lot and we'll talk about more. Don't overanalyze these deals. Just get the seller on the phone, right? And, and find out what their needs are. Find out if they really have a reason to sell and just get it under contract and then look at the numbers, okay? Um, so anyway, let's say this house is worth 150. The seller owes $140,000. There's only $10,000 in equity, quote unquote equity. But if they were to sell it with a realtor, problem becomes they're, pr they're probably not gonna get a full price offer, all right? They're going to get a little discount or the seller is going to ask them to pay their closing costs or something. Then they're going to have to pay the realtor commissions. Then there's going to be an inspection on the property and they're going to have to get things fixed. And there's maybe some carrying costs. If the house is vacant, they're living somewhere else. So there's going to be a lot of costs involved and there's closing costs. There's going to be a lot of costs involved where if they were to sell that house today with a realtor, they would probably have to come to closing with money. All right? They don't have the money. They're moving down to Florida for job transfer. Something happened. They got to get out of there and they don't have many options. They don't want to be a landlord. So I find out their mortgage payment is about $1,200 a month. This property could probably rent for $1,400 or $1,500 a month. So I'm a little interested. I mean, there's some different things I could do. There's a little bit of equity, not a lot, um, and there's a little bit of cash flow. So what I would do is I would talk to the seller and I'd say, well, look, would you consider leasing this house for a couple years, maybe more, and then selling it. And they say, yeah. I say, well, I have what I call my perfect tenant program, where if the numbers work, I will be the tenant buyer. I will lease the property from you. I'll pay the rent every month. I'm not going to be living in it. This is an investment property, but I'll pay the rent every month, whether it's vacant or not, and I'll take care of the major, the, the, the maintenance and repairs on the property. All right. But the numbers have to work for me. So what are some numbers that I would offer? And this is important too. I never sell the lease purchase program. I'm always just making offers, okay? So I'll make an offer of something like, well, I could maybe lease purchase this property from you for seven or eight years, and then I will pay $1,200 a month to your bank, cover your mortgage payment, okay? And I'll buy it from you for the same equity that you'd get if you sold it with a realtor today. Would that be fair or, or not? Is that reasonable or not? So I'm going to pay them the same equity they would get if they sold with the realtor today. So if you look at the numbers, and I don't have the time to go through that now, but 
you're looking at the numbers. If I can lease purchase it for seven years, maybe five years, seven years, that loan balance is going to be, and sometimes depending on the numbers too, I'll negotiate to whatever the loan balance is in five or seven years. But they're typically, if it's worth 150 today, they're only going to be walking away with 85% of that. So maybe my option price is 130. Okay, my option price is 130, and I'm going to have over five, seven years. I'm going to sell that property for maybe 180, depending on the numbers. Looking at normal average appreciation, so you're looking at a $50,000 spread at the end of five years where I can sell that property, plus all the cash flow that I'm getting every month plus the initial option deposit that I'm getting from the one or two tenant buyers that are in the house. So anyway, that's what my first offer would be. Um, I will cover the mortgage payment. I'll give you the same equity you'd get if you sold with a realtor, or I'll pay whatever your loan balance is in five to seven years. Then I'd put a tenant buyer in it. I'd mark the price up a little bit, mark the rent up a little bit, so I'm getting that cash flow. If they don't like that, they want more money, then I'll still get it under a lease option contract for maybe exactly what it's worth today. And then I'll just assign or sell that contract to a tenant buyer. Okay, um, real simple. But uh, real quick, the benefits, there's lots of sellers out there right now that don't have any equity, would love to sell their house, but can't. And there's a ton of buyers out there that would love to buy a house, but can't because they don't have good credit. They just need six to 12 months to rebuild their credit, repair it. They're just moving into a city and they don't want to have to rent a house for a few years while they fix the credit. And then once their credit is fixed, move again to buy a house when they're ready. They want to live in a house that they're going to buy later on down the road. Um, a lot of leads that we're throwing away right now because they don't have any equity, you can tie them up on lease options. Or you can tie them up and send, or actually send them to a realtor to maybe list. Very little risk, no money down, no money out of pocket. And it's a great way to build long-term wealth. Okay, so whew, I got through all of that, Peter. No, that was good. But look, here, here's the key, and you and I both know. The keys to control real estate, the keys to tie up properties, and then by just simply utilizing a couple of very basic strategies, whether it's a straight wholesale from to an investor in a back end, whether it's a lease option to a potential end user in a back end, it's, it's becoming brilliant at this stuff, understanding the fundamentals of this business, controlling real estate, and then there's plenty of opportunities to make money. So I know you love the lease options. I, I kind of stick straight more forward with the, with the wholesaling side. But it, it's, once you understand this stuff, it's just a matter of doing it over and over and over again. Yeah, it's real simple. And I hope I didn't complicate it at all too much. But it is very simple. It's, and uh, I, we talk a lot more about this in the book, Brilliant at the Basics. Talk about how we do wholesaling, how we, do, how we flip lease options. And uh, you can get a lot of that at freebasicbook.com, freebasicbook.com. Check it out. It's free. You just pay shipping and handling. Um, but if you're also, you know, if you're, again, we talked about this before, and we're going to be talking about this in every episode. If you make your money talking to sellers and making offers, all right, how much of that are you doing right now? Chances are, if you're struggling getting started in this business, you're not talking to enough sellers. You're not making enough offers. And maybe what's holding you back is getting the systems going, getting the marketing going. That's our specialty. That's what we are good at. And so we're looking for people that we can help with in that business, grow to the level where they can do deals like Peter, 20, 30 a month. They want to do deals like me while we're traveling to Prague or going all over the world. Whatever it is, 
we're looking for those rock stars that are willing to take their business to the next level. And there is an application process. If you want to work with us, join our mastermind. Get us to do your marketing for you, to build your systems for you. You can go right now to peterandjoe.com, fill out an application. Peter will actually call you. You get on the phone, talk to Peter. We'll determine if you're a good fit or not. Walk through the next steps. It's not cheap, right, Peter? But for somebody that wants to take their business to the next, next level, they easily can recoup their money in several months. Um, it's just a matter of how badly do you want it, right? There, there's no question. You know, the <clears throat> two decisions. One, do you want to be in this business? I assume if they're listening to your podcast, they've already made a decision. Next decision, do you want to do it all yourself? Or do you want to basically leverage or piggyback off someone like us who have already got all the systems in place and we could do 90% of the work for you? Um, but we're looking for other partners across the nation right now. And if, 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 if your listeners want to apply, I'd love to talk to them and see if there's a good fit between, among us. Very good. All right. Thanks again, guys. Thanks, Peter. We'll see you on the next episode. Take care, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.